thing itself matters, the trappings around. But if we weren't to titles, I would say this morning what I want to talk about is sophisticated unity. Yes. That's what I want to talk about today, sophisticated unity. And I want to say like this, in the parasha we're taught about Avram Avinu's yeshiva, and we're taught that something that existed in Avram Avinu's yeshiva that we all want to study, Avram is the model to us all. We ask, when are we going to reach our actions to the actions of Avram Avinu? And Avram Avinu's yeshiva, in his matziv, it says, Anefesh asher asu the soul that Avram Avinu made in Haran, speaking about his yeshiva, about the people in his yeshiva, calls them the soul, singular. The singular soul that he made in Haran, he made means that they became Oivdei Hashem, is called their Kilu Asisem, as if he made them, that was their existence. They started serving Hashem. Our people, we count, we have a mitzvah daraisa to count Nisan as the first month of the year. Hagam, the Gemara says, as a man that the Tishrei, the world was created in Tishrei. Nonetheless, we count Nisan as the first month of the year because when a person gets connected to Hashem, that's his aschalo, that's his beginning. And Nisan is when we became the children of Hashem, at Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And since we became our relationship to Hashem began in a strong way in Nisan, so that's our first month, that's our beginning. These people who became close to Hashem through Avram Avinu, that's called their Asiyah, that's their beginning. Revolver used to count his birthday. When you asked him how old he was, it didn't compute, it didn't add up. But Revolver, his age was when he met his Rebbe. Because that was his Aschala when he became close to Hashem. So that's Anefesh Asu Vicharon. Revolva would say a date that Talmidim knew. It didn't work out for when he was born, but it's when he met his Rebbe. That's when he became closer to Hashem, so that he considered his Aschala as beginning. So that's what he said. The Nefesh and Asu B'Charan that they were made in Charan, they became close to Hashem in Charan. That was their Aschala. But it says singular, Hanefesh, the soul. There were many. There were, the, the Lashen of the Rambam, there were Revolvers. The Rambam we read together says there were tens of thousands of Talmidim of Ramavinu. So what's Hanefesh, the singular soul? So clearly it speaks of a unity in his yeshiva. There was a oneness by Avramavinu's yeshiva to the point that it was called a singular person. I always say in Shir, the goal of Shir, where a lot of Bachim is to become a tiny Shir. At first, it's like guys from all different places. We have 80 guys, 80 seniors. It's a big senior class. The goal later was still a very big class. Later in the year, it will become a small class. When everybody unifies and appreciates each other and gets familiar and values each other, we become like a very small chaburah. It's a couple of guys. Right now, it's, it's, it's many people. It's an overwhelming, it's a big class. As guys respect each other and bond, it becomes close. Avram Avinu's yeshiva was of such unity, of such closeness, that it's referred to as Hanefesh, the singular soul that he made in Haran. The small yeshiva, the one person yeshiva that was made in Haran, it's called Hanefesh, the soul. Now sometimes I think, that this is not the pshat I want to share with you, that it says Hanefesh, the soul. Once in a, once in a while, Obach will ask me, how many guys are in the yeshiva? And the answer is you. It doesn't matter more than you. It's one. is one person. 
There are people that are very... Into, I have a friend who for many years has wanted to do big things in Klai Yisrael. And in my estimation, he hasn't done much because he doesn't look at the person in front of him. There's one that matters the one. The one is what's Hashem. A Bachar told me that he doesn't want to come back for today. He was out of town today. So he said for one day, if you don't value one day, zero plus zero plus zero equals zero. It's worth one day, one seder. Two, each seder, each day is precious. Each person has tremendous value. Each Talmud. There's a story, there's a famous story in Klal Yisrael that I, I, that I don't like. And I don't, I don't believe in the story. It's said over, I don't believe in the story. And I, I, I want to explain a little. Not that it didn't happen, the story, but he was only saying Lashita somebody else. There's a story with the great Sadiq Rav Hyman. Zatzal. He was the Rosh Hashiva of Torah Vedas. And his shiurim, he was fire. He was electric. When he said shiur, was with energy, passion. He was, it was mamish fire. I heard descriptions of his shiur from Rabbi Sharon Stern. I was like to hear from his holy mouth. Descriptions of Rabbi Hyman's shiur, fire. There was one snow day, only four guys went shiur. No one was a big shiur. And only four guys showed up. And Rav Hyman, they thought, okay, that day he'll tell some jokes, he'll be geschmack, he'll chill with the island a little bit. He was the same fire, bouncing off the wall, screaming, shouting, it was, it was an energetic sheer. So the guys, so the guys, somebody in the sheer was shocked, said, Rebbe, you know, on a, on a normal day, you scream, we're four guys, Rebbe, hi, we're right here, we're four guys, you're jumping, you're screaming, we're four guys, he'll tell a couple of jokes. He was bringing it with such an intensity, such a fire, that Talmudim was surprised. <laughs> so the, reportedly, Rav Hyman said to him, you think you're just a sheer? I'm talking to you, your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, everybody you come in contact with. To me, there are thousands in sheer. Why don't I like this story? It's a beautiful story. Rav Hyman was just saying, so this guy can understand. The real answer is you're here. One guy's here. If you shout for a thousand, who, who, at, at what point is it value? Each one is, 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 is eternally worthwhile. So Avraham Avinu is a big Mekarib, the biggest who ever lived in the percentages of the world. He had such a percentage of the world, tens of thousands. But to him it was one. Hanefesh, the singular soul, it mattered each individual. Each person counted and mattered. So, there's, so that is really drash, because nefesh means all the nefeshes, and it calls them one, there's a unity. I'm saying that every one was valued, but I, but I want to say like this, and this is where it gets to sophisticated unity. So we know in Avram Avinu's yeshiva, everybody mattered. That's why he calls them singular, hanefesh, the soul. There was such a unity and togetherness, it was called one, hanefesh, the soul. There was such a togetherness. What I want to say on sophisticated unity, the title Achtos is spoken about a lot. Achtos, Achtos, oneness, unite. I want to explain true Achtos. I always speak against being nice. I'm very against, in Waterbury, Connecticut, we are very against being nice to other people. I'm fire against. I don't like being nice to other people. I think it's terrible. Being nice. Be nice to everybody. Be nice. I'm a very liberal person, extremely liberal. And I want to explain good liberalism in my eyes and bad liberalism. I want to explain Avram Avinu's liberalism, the Torah's liberalism. Bad liberalism is to take care of Yen unfortunate. Yen is stupid guy, an unfortunate guy, an incapable guy. Let's be nice to him. Charity and be nice to him. That's being nice. I don't like being nice to anybody, Danny. 
The goal of Avram Avinu, what Avram Avinu taught us, is not to be nice to another person. When we watch Avram Avinu's kindness, three lowlife show up to Avram Avinu, Arabs show up to him, and he says to them, my masters, Adonai, my masters. Now the Torah is, is Kulay Emes. Every word is true in the Torah. It wasn't this line he said that was somehow like a nice, a nice line. Chief, yo, chief. You know, you say to the guy, chief, you don't hold, you hold these nothing, you say chief. The Torah records every word of the Torah's Emes. Now Avram Avinu says to these people, my masters, which means very simply that there was an amount that Avram Avinu looked up to them. He admired them, he said, my masters. There was something about them that he valued. My masters. He valued them. My masters. The real Yisoyed of Chesed is to be Machsh of somebody, is to give Chashivas to another person. The Iker Yisoyed of Chesed, we know in the, in, when the Navi Micha says Hashem wants three things from us. He wants Asayis Mishpat, which means to learn Torah and live Torah, keep the Torah, learn it and live it. A third of Judaism, learn Torah and live it. Hatznei leches mashem lekech. You're supposed to have a relationship to God as a third of Yiddishkeit. A third of Judaism is learning and living Torah. A third of Judaism is connecting to Hashem. A Jew is supposed to a cool guy who loves to do jump shot, who loves to play ball, run around. Friends is supposed to have a close relationship to Hashem. Supposed to be friends with Hashem. Reach of reach avichal tazib. Supposed to have a friendship with third. And then a third of Judaism is avas chesed. Loving kindness. Now it doesn't say to do kindness, it says to love kindness. You know, you ever gave a guy a ride, and the guy says thank you, and you say my pleasure? A third of Judaism is to mean it when you say that. <laughs> my pleasure, I wanted to do for you. The Chavetz Chaim says, with our great sins, the Chavetz Chaim says that today we have chesed, we don't have avas chesed. He wrote his book on kindness, he aptly called it avas chesed, to love kindness. To love kindness means, I, I want to do for you, it's my honor to do for you. It means you're so precious, it's like, do you think the guy who drives Rav Chaim Kanievsky, <laughs> Rav Chaim says, thank you, it's my pleasure, the guy's like, this is, uh, this is what I want to do. Avram Avinu, my masters, it's what I want to do. I'm honored to serve you. I'm honored to serve you. I love it. I want it. It's such a pleasure to serve you. That's a third of Judaism. The goal is not to be nice to some unfortunate. The goal is to value. When we speak about unity, the shallow version of unity is, guys, be nice to each other. Let's be nice. That's a shallow. That's a color war version of unity. Be nice to each other. But a sophisticated form of unity is each person has a role, each person is important, each person counts. So, of course, that person counts. The be nice is not that unfortunate. He matters and he's important. He has a place and a standing. That's true unity. That's real unity. In, Avram, in, in the world of Avram Avinu, Hanefesh, the singular soul, that everybody was part of the singular body, means that if one person's missing, the Nefesh was missing. They all were lacking. You were part of this entity of Hanefesh. If that guy wasn't in Shear, the whole thing just was, was missing. I want to say that we're approaching the yard side of Dani and Eli, and we'll talk about these two 
precious Bachim Beis Hashem more on their yard side. It's coming next week, this coming week. But I want to say that we learn tremendous things with Eric Petira. I can tell you that the Rebbeim, everybody in the Shiva was changed. And on the day, we'll talk more about it on the day of the yard site next week. But I want to say that the main lesson we learned, I learned, the main lesson I learned from Donnie and Ellie that, that, that is strongest by me is the value of each person. We've had hundreds of Bachim in the Yeshiva. Nobody has replaced Donnie. Nobody's replaced Ellie. They're irreplaceable. Each person counts as important. You, you don't replace a person. Everybody is significant. Everybody counts and everybody's important. There's a... There's a Words that I love singing together, words from Tillim. How precious it is. When brothers dwell, Gam Yochad. The word Gam, I'm not so into Gematrias, but here I want to bring out a point. Gam is Gematria Mayab. Gam is Gematria 43. And Mayab is Gematria 43. Sheves Achim Gam Yochad. Brothers dwelling together, Gam is the same gematria as Mayav from the Father. Unity comes from the one above. If you're ever in a yeshiva and guys are beating each other up, it comes from Nanholas yeshiva. If you're in a family, I'm not talking when little kids fight. Little kids fight is the most healthy thing in the world. I'm not even talking about teenagers. Two brothers fight, that's gorgeous. They're best friends. I'm talking about when they're 23, do they love each other? 27, 50, 80. Do brothers have a deep unity? The fighting of brothers is not for now. It's precious. It's very nice. Nothing wrong with it. Two brothers, my picture is they're fighting. Then a third guy, an outsider, comes and a guy says, Brother, you stink. Then an outsider says to the brother, You stink. Both brothers turn and they beat up together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they love each other. The, the, the fighting's also. <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they love, but I'm talking, about, I'm talking about when they're not unified, the two brothers. May Av, it comes from the, the, the Father. What do I mean? What do I mean, Rabbi Say? One of my biggest prides in the Yeshiva, Siata Deshmaya, is this remarkable for a group, for a group that's unbelievably energetic. We're an energetic group. There are 200 energetic Hevra. The amount of fights that are in Yeshiva, it's mind-blowing how few fights happen in this Yeshiva. I'm not saying it never. It's crazy rare, and it's mind-blowing. What's the pshat? It's a cash on the Yeshiva. Why are there no fights in Waterbury? For guys that are energetic. Many, many guys been through a lot. Some youngsters have gone through a lot in their lives, or maybe even tend to be aggressive, strong-minded. There's remarkably few fights. It's, it's wild how few fights in Yeshiva. You can count literally physical fights are unheard of in Yeshiva. Rare, rare, almost never. What's pshat? And the answer is in a system that everybody has a place and everybody's important. One day you're a parent. When you are machshiv, every child has a value. And not competitive, irre- not competitive with the next guy. Your values, in, if, if you have an institution, and there's the number one guy, and they're all fighting to be number one. You're all fighting to be the Spitzbacher. There's a lot of fighting, there's competition. And there's only one guy who's valuable. But in a world where everybody's chashiv, where everybody counts, where everybody's important. So in such a world that everybody's important and has a place and matters significantly, has a role and a place and an importance and a mission and matters significantly, 
in such a world, there's, there's, there's a unity that exists because he's important, I'm important. We all have roles, we're all necessary. How fascinating is it that this Chiddushin war, Avram Avinu taught us, there's a very, there's a Rashi, not such a famous Rashi, there's a lot of famous Rashis. Rashi says, a Chazal, that Avram Avinu taught us the following aside in war. Avram Avinu had a couple of friends on their Eshkol and Mamre, some friends, and when Avram Avinu went to fight the four powerful kings, on their Eshkol and Mamre, manned the fourth. Avram Avinu's Avadim fought front lines. But on their Eshkol and Mamre, they stayed back. They had to guard the, the base. Plus, the families were there. They had all, the, they had all their Kalim there. So you can't just abandon the base. They sat back at the base. After there was, the war was won, there was a lot of loot. There was a lot of money that was captured from the four kings. Avram Avinu famously said, I'm not taking any of the loot. But he wanted to divide the loot amongst his men. They, you can't be from on their Cheshben. They get their loot. So Avram Avinu said a Chiddush, that the guys who fought front lines and the guys who watched the house get the same booty. They get they get the exact same shares. David HaMelech years later followed the same thing. Everybody in David's army got the same shares. You know, you give out the World Series shares or the Super Bowl shares, you have like some backup shortstop. Bad like 143 came in a couple of games. He gets the same he gets the same World Series shares as the starting player. Who started that? Avram Avinu. So it looks like an interesting oddity of war that Avram Avinu was mechadesh. An interesting chiddush Avram was mechadesh. That in war the guy who fought front lines and the guy who stayed back at the base both got the same chela. The, the answer is that everybody's chashuv. That's what Avram Avinu taught. Everybody has a value. Everybody's important. Avram Avinu's kindness was not a kindness of be nice to the, to, to, to the end unfortunate. It was a kindness in seeing the world the way Hashem sees the world. That every single creation of Hashem, every human being of Hashem, has a massive importance, has a mission. And his mission is to be valued. In Avram Avinu's sure. world, everybody got the same chalik, got a chalik, because they all mattered significantly. So you had your role, fill your role, fill your role, do, keep your post. In such a world, there's a unity, anefesh, the singular soul. Both because the singular, because what mattered is the individual, and both the singular soul that they all had a place, they all were of importance. If somebody was missing, it missed in us all. Hanefesh, the singular soul, to the point that if, if something was missing, we're all missing out, because you're needed, you're necessary. That's what I call sophisticated unity. In a system, Shebes Achim Gam Yochar is Meyab, is from the one on top. If the one on top is Machshev everybody and teaches that everybody has a Hashivus, then there's a unity because everybody's important, everybody counts, everybody matters. That creates a unity. Everybody has a Hashivus, has a place. That's the job of any leadership. To make sure that everybody's important. One day in a family, much more important than praising your kid to your kid, which is important, is praising your kid to the other kids. And they say it. You mean it. Yossi's. 
He has a role. Each one has a role, has an importance, has an addition, has what he suffer, has what to bring, has what to add as a mailer. That's your job as a parent. Each of your, cha- cha- each of your children is significant, matters a lot. The word we had years ago with Yitzchak Yisrael came and spoke to Mashkiach of Reb Center's Yeshiva, Reb Stark. He said beautifully that the word kavod means honor. The word kavod also means heavy. Kavod means heavy. It means there's also such thing as a lightweight. The kavod honor means kavod. The person's heavy. They count. Significant. There's a word guys say a non-factor. Oh, he's a non-factor. There's also things a non-factor. A person's a factor. He matters. A human being. He matters. A guy matters. A guy chav. Even Adam should never tell A yid. Forget about. A yid is is a kain. A yid. Each yid is is so powerful and significant. That's the honor. That's a, that's the chesed of Avram. That's sophisticated unity. A unity that comes because everybody's so important. Because everybody has such a place. Everybody matters so much. That's the unity that we're striving for. That's the achdos we're striving for. An achdos not of being kind to some unfortunate. The achdos that comes because he so matters. Because he's so important. He has a place and a role that's so significant. That type of unity. That he matters so significantly, he counts. I count, you count, he counts, she counts, everybody counts, and it's important. Yeah, that's a sophisticated unity. For years I was troubled. Amalek stands against unity. The Gross says what Amalek stands for is against unity. Amalek wants period. Amalek wants separation. That's what Amalek wants. And for years, I didn't understand this. It's an Evan Schleimer. I have, a, I, have a, I have a thing. I like when the bad guys are understandable. It's easy to take the Rishon and just say they're sickos, they're crazy, and then we have nothing to learn from Rishon. I think the real healthy reaction to Rishon, you hear on the news some crazy. says a sicko, a demented guy. Good, and then you're putter. I don't think that's a tired decay outlook. The Torah says, Araya Saita Bukukula. You see a Saita, this girl's a low life sicko. She's an ish, she was Mizana, ish, ish, sick person. He's, Not the Torah's reaction. The Torah action is keep away from wine. You say, whoa, 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 I see we have Taiva. I have that in me too. Uh, taiva. By me, the evil ones, they go to evil degrees. Haman is off the charts evil. But their shrashim, their roots, we can relate to. So I want Amalek, this terrible enemy that's disgusting and bad. But so we have nothing to learn, they're just sickos. Amalek's against unity. Do you know one person in the world who's against unity? Amalek, come on. Do you know anybody? You don't know them. <laughs> Good answer. Do you know anybody against unity? Have you ever met a guy? I'm against unity. They were united themselves. Who are you talking about? Who is this? He's Nut. Their banner, we don't like unity. I'm gonna next week we're gonna learn about Stein, by the way. I want I understand Stein. You guys think Stein's against Chesed. You say they're Meshugayim, we don't hold Chesed. Next week I'm gonna explain you Stein. Stein is logical, and we all have Stein in us. And I'm explain it logically. I'm gonna explain it logically next week. Stein. Don't take the Risham and just say they're crazy. I'm almost like they're crazy. Did you meet anybody who says, I'm very against unity. I'm like, it's a really bad thing. <laughs> you know, I, I always joke, a guy will tell me, he'll come from a speech, that, well, I say, what is the speaker? He spoke on Achtas. I always like, no, I don't say on Achtas, on, on something like that. I'll say, was he pro or against? 
He spoke about Abbas Yisrael, pro-war again. Is there anybody against, you know anybody who went to a speech and he gave like a serious speech against unity? So Amalek stands against unity. They were just like absolute sickos. Did you ever meet a guy in the world? One, give me the worst person. Godach Midijav, whatever he says, and the president of Iran. He's against unity. He speaks, I do not believe in unity. There's no such person. There's no, he's just the guy is such a crazy Mishogunah. So you have nothing to learn from Amalek? We're eradicating something that is just like they're demented and crazy. Good, so Shalom Al Yisrael. We're wonderful. We have nothing to learn. Of course, there's, there's a shirish, there's something there. And for years, I don't know, who is Amalek? And the Gros says that Amalek stands against unity. That was one problem I had. So this is an enemy that's just sickos. I never, I'm waiting to hear the first guy get up. I said, oh, Mamish Amalek. I want to hear a guy get up and give a speech against unity. I'd love to hear, I'm waiting, who's Amalek? I have a relative who's not yet from who can't stand that the Jewish people are called the chosen people. She hates that. If my kids say the word Goyim, they don't mean anything bad. She gets so mad at my kids, Goyim, because like, we're, we're being derogatory. Our, and my kids respect Goyim. A Yid's much bigger. Much. It's not... It's, a Goyim's Hashem. You don't have to put down a guy to make a Yid okay. I pick up a guy and then a Yid. Whee! <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't have to lo- lower the standards here. A guy is chashem. Now a yid, the way we treat Chaim Kenievsky, that's how you're supposed to treat every yid. A gadol, okay, you, you just lower every, you lower all your standards. You can treat a gadol. The way we treat Chaim, that's for a guy. A yid is like higher than that. Reb Chaim is much higher than that. There's, we just have, we lowered our standards. The kitzer is that she hates Hamanivcher. And I want to explain that's a shayrish of Amalek. She's being Amalek. She's being Amalek. It's a shayrish of Amalek. Amalek, if you read the Torah, the Gras says Amalek's against unity. That's the Gras Evan Shlomo says. You read the Torah, the simple reading of the Torah, is Hashem chooses us in Mitzvah and we become the children of Hashem. And Amalek can't stand that Hashem loves us so much. So Amalek says, Asher Karcha, it's all a chance. They attack us to cool us down. We're hot stuff. And Amalek doesn't like that we're the chosen ones. Now, I'm confused. They're against unity. They don't like the chosen one. Sophisticated achdos is the answer, my friends. Sophisticated unity. What does our achdos come from? The special place each person holds. Amalek doesn't like our specialness. That's the icker source of our unity. The value of each one. Each one is unbelievably chashib. Hashem chose him. Just know one thing. You said this morning, Hashem chose the Jewish people with love. You know that annoying guy in your dorm? It means him. He is the chosen. Don't say Jewish people. You get lost in numbers. That guy you don't like, Hashem chose him with love. Hashem's crazy. You should just know one little thing about him. God is nuts over him. Shucks. <laughs> that guy is like so annoying. He's so frustrating. He's, I don't know, he's so a lot of things. Hashem is crazy over that guy. He's been chosen. Amalek's against unity and Amalek's against that Hashem loves each one of us. He's, they're against this Mitzvah that Hashem in Mitzvah Mitzrayim said, I love these people, every last one of them. Amalek doesn't like that. They want to cool us down. That is precisely the, the source of our unity, is the value of each one. The place everybody has, the standing everybody has. 
Amalek doesn't mind the unity of being nice to each other. There's nobody who ever gets up and says, don't be nice to each other. But don't make everybody distinguished. I met an old Yid who was like a cynical person. So he said, there's a Yiddish expression, there's nishduk in Pasha Yid, there's no simple Jew. He said, I know many simple Jews. He tried to like, that's a shtick Amalek. He didn't want that. There's no simple Yid. I know people that are simple Jews. Amalek. Amalek. So he wants be nice to each other. Be nice, that Nebuch. He doesn't mind being nice to somebody. He minds that somebody counts and somebody's important. The unity of an Avram Avinu's yesheva is that a human being has a standing, has a place. That, that, that the importance of every person with their tafkid. Avram Avinu is the one who taught the world that every soldier gets an equal chalik. Both the ones on the front line and the one who sat back at the house guarding the base. Because every person has a standing and a chashivas. That's what Avram Avinu taught the world. That is the sophisticated unity that comes not from being nice to somebody else, but from being machsh of somebody else. They have a standing and an importance. They matter significantly. Covered, honor, heaviness, they have a standing. That's the sophisticated unity that we strive for. We strive for an actus that comes that that guy just matters. He's a very important person. We shall have shirts to say you matter. Sorry? We shall have shirts to say you matter. Yassi's already planning the end of the year sweatshirts. Good, good. Good, good. I like it. Excellent. <laughs> I want to sing. It's gotten a little heavy. I want to sing one song and then we'll be my
What song did he do his solo on? One more time, one more time, one more time, one more time. One more time. <laughs> one more one. Oh, do that, and then we'll get. I want to say, I want to end off one Nakuda. <laughs> Listen to this voice. Can you start it? Can you start it? One time with the sore throat, it's better than us. <laughs> We'll go soon, we'll go soon. We'll do first.
it was so long. Uh, the wet, the wet, uh, the Oh, no. No room, no crowd. Do which is better, Shimei Yisrael's better else? I'll do a solo with you. That's a duet. I don't blame you. Back to back home runs. My kids were following the game, and I fell asleep on the couch. And my kids told me it was three-one Dodgers. And then when in the morning when Austin says it was seven five or something like that. Seven six. Seven six. Is there anything you need to touch, man? Sure, right. You know, we started singing a lot, right? We were singing Shoymer Yisrael, the dorm council. So let's do Shoymer Yisrael, then I have to end up with words. It's getting like, Ellie, we'll do duets. Shoymer Yisrael, you start Shoymer Yisrael? I was
To end off, to end off this idea of sophisticated unity, I want to end off with a Mishnah and others. Noyam started that beautiful Chabura night seder, that Noyam that sits around, that's just gorgeous to watch. And where's Noyam? Thank you, Noyam. We talk about a sophisticated group that sits around and Shua's there, the Chevra, they, they, they learn others together in a sophisticated way. The conversation, they are beautiful. So, to end up with a mission in Avais that really brings this idea, Shua, we're talking about sophisticated unity. The unity that comes because everybody has a place, everybody's important, not being nice to Yen and Nebuch. So, the Mishnah in Avay says that the Anshei Knesset Agdayla taught, the first Mishnah, Hamidu Talmidim Harbei, Bimaymid many Talmidim. So, bothers me how many? When are you yoytze many? Six, sixteen, twenty-four, sixty-four, seventy-three. When is the many? One eighty. One eighty. When is the many? Hamidu Talmidim Harbei. Bimaymid stand up many Talmidim. So what's many? Full circle, three sixty. And I want to say, As I want to just say, Rabbi, in light of what we're saying, sophisticated unity. When you're a Rebbe, have many Talmidim means that don't just try to be producing one. If you have a Spitz, this is what I'm trying to produce. And then the question is how much Jaffasizing, how much each guy like gets into there, how much each guy like becomes that Spitz. How much each guy becomes that spitz. So that's what Anche Knesak Doilu taught against. Everybody has a different mission. Everybody's unique. Everybody has a role and a place to play. You should have Talmidim Harbe. It's not talking about the numbers that are there. But they're Talmidim Harbe. They're different people with different Tafkidim, with different purposes that are valuable and precious and count. That a person has a standing and a place and counts. Mm-hmm. And the more, if you have 30 Talmidim, then, there should, then, you should, then the Harbei means there should be 30 standings. 30 places for 30. There has to be room. You know, yeshiva, it's a very famous yeshiva, so we don't have room for your son. I'll, bring, I'll, buy my, I'll go to Walmart, I'll buy my own bed. They don't mean they don't have room for your son, physical room. What, does not a square inch? It means the Rebbe's overwhelmed, he can't focus so many. But there's also, some people don't have room for a second guy. We already have one bracha, I have room for a second one. You have to make sure you have room for the guy. It's a much more profound, do you have room for that bracha in your yeshiva? Do you have room for him means do you have room for him? Could you make a place for him? Does he have a standing? Does he have an importance? 
maybe there's you, you only have room for a certain guy, and then if he, as much as you can fetch him into that, you don't have room for him. When you take him, you have to make sure you have room for him. That's how Midu Talmidim Harbi. And that sophisticated unity in any group is to value and to give a value to everybody in the group has an importance and has a place that creates a unity. In a bunk in camp, if the counselor values every kid, you see all of a sudden the kids get along with each other. In the yeshiva, the Rebbe values each guy, they get along with each other. In a family, if each person has a place and a standing, there's a unity that ensues because everybody's important, everybody's valued and is appreciated and has a place. That's the unity in Avram Avinu's yeshiva of Hanefesh, the singular soul that was united and one because each one mattered. Wow. Tomorrow's here at 12 o'clock in 10 minutes.